0: Masterpiece was the third single from Madonna's 12th studio album, MDNA. Serviced to radio on 2nd of April 2012, it reached number 68 in the UK chart, despite not being available as either a physical single or a digital one, with its audience instead directed to purchase the album. The song was also the theme to the movie WE, which was written, produced and directed by Madonna, and had been released in the January of that year. Masterpiece would go on to win Best Original Song at the 69th Golden Globe Awards. Madonna composed the song alongside writers Judy Frost and Jimmy Harry, both experienced songwriters who had been introduced to Madonna by William Orbit, who produced the lion's share of the MDNA album. The singer would perform the song on her subsequent tour with a backup from Basque musician's Calican Trio, creating an emotional centerpiece to the show which was otherwise dominated by EDM beats. The song's parent album, MDNA, began life in December 2010, when Madonna made an announcement via her own Facebook artist page, and she would work with the variety of producers to create a generally upbeat piece of work which perhaps has dated better than some fans think, and I'll be taking a look at the story of its creation. The film W.E. was Madonna's interpretation of the story of the love affair between the British monarch Edward VIII and Wallis Simpson, with the monarch's decision to remain romantically linked to the American divorcee, forcing him to abdicate as king. Madonna was fascinated by the idea that somebody could be so desperately in love that they would choose it over a role they were born to do, although the song masterpiece compares a lover to a work of art as fine as the Mona Lisa i'll take a look at those lyrics and also will be dissecting the backing track carefully constructed by william orbit and of course playing you that madonna isolated vocal which is even more stunning when played on its own masterpiece is one of my all-time favorite madonna songs and i'm hoping that by the end of this episode it may be one of yours too i'll also briefly be discussing one of the other songs from the album the lead track girl gone wild discussing its development but for now sit back relax listen as we go inside the groove. Hello, my name is Edward Russell, and welcome to another episode. It feels like the end of an era. Five months after I started the series, I'm finally covering the MDNA album, and that means I've covered all the studio albums that Madonna has released throughout her career. But it's not the end of the series. Far from it. Starting from next episode, I'll be covering Express Yourself. Slightly different formats and I think it's much improved too. And with songs like Physical Attraction, Frozen, American Life, so many more on the horizon to do, I hope you're going to stay with me for the journey. Remember that if you're a patron, you'll get the next episode a week before everybody else. And you'll also get a special episode looking at all the live performances of Express Yourself. So head over to patronpodbeancom slash inside the groove if you want to make a donation. Okay, on to Masterpiece. In a message posted on her Facebook page early Friday morning, December the 17th, 2010, Madonna wrote, It's official. I need to move. I need to sweat. I need to make new music. Music I can dance to. I'm on the lookout for the maddest, sickest, most badass people to collaborate with. I'm just saying. But it would be seven months before the project got underway. Announced on Twitter by Madonna's manager, Guy Ozry. It's official, Madonna's first day in the recording studio for the new album. Very exciting. Happy 4th of July. A month earlier, Guy had forewarned fans that she was about to start recording, but there were no plans for a tour just yet. Madonna would eventually work with Ali Benassi, Benny Benassi, Demolition Crew, Free School, Micah Marley, Indigo, William Orbit, and Martin Solvig, the last two serving as primary producers on MDNA. And for the first time in her career, Madonna would not be in the driving seat, and while she took co-writing and co-producing credit for the songs on MDNA, it's clear that she was not as focused on some of the works in the way that she had been with previous records. Striving to get the movie W ready for its premiere in Venice in the September, it's possible that Madonna's backseat approach was simply because she had too much going on. However, fans are not entirely happy with MDNA. Despite this, I think it does have some incredible moments, and in particular the songs created with William Orbit. Two of the songs on the album, I'm Addicted and Girl Gone Wild, are co-produced with cousins Ali and Benny Benassi. In an interview with British paper The Sun, Madonna said, Benny was a tricky one because he doesn't speak English very well. I ended up kind of using his cousin Alessandro as an interpreter it was a little bit frustrating at first, but eventually we found a way to communicate. You figure out a way. With music, it's so much about the vibe and the energy and you know when things are working and when they're not. When you're working with somebody for the first time, there's a kind of shyness that everybody has. So with Benny, it was more of a challenge because of that, but we figured it out and by the end, I felt like I knew him well. Indeed, the two songs are standout tracks on the album. I'm Addicted was a co-write between The Cousins and Madonna. But Girl Gone Wild is a slightly different story. The backing track was created by the Benassis and then it was Jensen Vaughan who wrote the top line melody and the lyrics, and presumably did a demo recording of that, which eventually got sent to Madonna. Because, actually, it's very like the final version. This is what it sounds like. You'd be forgiven for thinking that was Madonna. The singer's name is Rosette. Madonna's version is in a different key, and she did make some lyrical changes along the way as well. Madonna did take a production credit for the song, so who can blame her? The -the off-the-shelf approach happened with a few other songs on the album as well, such as Love Spent and Gang Bang. And it's something that Madonna has done throughout her career, so we can't really judge her on that. Some fans feel that MDNA is an attempt by Madonna to have a contemporary sound, and they talk about the dubstep breaks and also the various features on the album, too. But an interview given to MTV by William Orbit would say that wasn't the case at all. We never play tracks by anybody else, all the current artists. It's a dangerous road to go down, he told MTV. It doesn't work. We liked what we were doing in this current time and space what we tended to do was watch old french films from the 1960s or listen to music that was so far away that it wasn't in any way relevant he continues there was a moment when we were waiting for pro tools to reboot or something and we were just looking at the links on youtube and i was showing her crea sean and i've been working with her and i really like her and she's obviously got this track out called hose on my dick with the line, "'Cause I look like Madonna." And I played it for Madonna. Afterwards, she was singing, "'Hose of my dick, "'cause I am Madonna." (laughs) That was about the only time we listened to any contemporary music. So how did Masterpiece come about? Well, Madonna gave away some of the story herself when she took the stage to receive her Golden Globe Award and check that out on YouTube because it's worth it to see the look on Elton John's face when he misses out. Having said only an hour earlier that Madonna didn't stand a chance. She said that her manager, Guy Oziri, had been pestering her while she was making the film to make a song to go with it. And she said she didn't have time, but he kept on pushing and pushing, and when she did make her album, Worlds Collided. Have a listen to this.
1: It seems to me It's what you like The luck But please Don't touch me tight And honestly can't be fun to always be the chores and one and I right by your side a thief in the night stand in front of a masterpiece.
0: What you're hearing there is Judy Frost, who co-wrote the song with Jimmy Harry. That's not a demo by the way, that was actually performed a short while after the Golden Globe win. The pair were introduced to Madonna by William Orbit, who felt that their brand of songwriting would fit Madonna's vision for a soundtrack for WE. For Julie, it was a dream come true. Madonna was at the top of her list for a collaboration, and she was so excited when she got the call. They discussed with Madonna what the themes were, and Madonna talked about it being all about bittersweet love, and apparently a few ideas were traded back and forth and then the pair composed the song. Now, we don't know what Madonna's input was. She got a songwriting credit, and in interviews, Judy's really quite careful about what she says. She doesn't say that Madonna did write anything, and she doesn't say that she didn't. Now, I've listened to the song quite a few times, and I've read the lyrics again and again. If I'm honest, it doesn't really feel like Madonna's phrasing, not the one that she normally uses when she writes her songs. So, who knows? Melodically, it takes Madonna into new territory as well. She's sung that high before, particularly at the beginning of her career, but it's rare for her to span more than two octaves, and Masterpiece does that. She's using the upper pharyngeal register of her voice, which we've heard her explore before in songs like Ray of Light and Time Hood Still. In fact, it seems that William Orbit is the one to encourage her to use that new extended vocal range that she got from training for Evita.
1: It seems to me that's what you are, a rare and priceless work of art. You stay behind you velvet row but i will not renounce all hope.
0: i shall revisit the vocals in a moment but first let's listen to the backing track a 909 kick drum and then some hand claps a shaker and some tiny little hi-hats. The bass is very drone-like. But it's the guitar that sells the song. This is an acoustic guitar, but it's been put through an amp as well. The middle section also features a piano. Have a listen to this. And then big synth strings. Also this kind of softer synth string happens as well. And that's all there really is to masterpiece a very simple production indeed although there are some backing vocals and they're created in a very interesting way let me play them to you That's not a vocoder and it's not autotune it's a voice synth Can
1: I can't tell you why it hurts so much
0: to be in love with the masterpiece Autotune, or pitch correction, works by guessing what the tune should actually be and pushing the sound into shape. A vocoder is a much older analogue method where it takes the frequencies of one sound and applies them to the harmonics of another. And a voice synth is kind of something in between. Using the same technology as Autotune, keyboardists will play the melody and it will then be reinterpreted onto the vocal It has a very interesting and unique sound, of course, and it's an amazing tool. A lot of the time it's used to demo backing vocals so that the artist can then go in and record them properly. I don't know if that was the intention with this track, but I imagine that Madonna really liked that sound. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed the journey into Masterpiece. A new revised version of the podcast will be coming very soon, starting with Express Yourself. Hopefully you'll learn even more about Madonna's songwriting, production, and performing skills. If you're a patron you'll get that episode soon if you're not a patron you'll have to wait a little bit so you can always head over to patronpodbeancom slash inside the groove if you like in the meantime i'm going to play you out with a beautiful acoustic version that i put together from the multi-track and i hope you enjoy this i think it's such a beautiful song
1: it seems to me that's what you like the look, but please don't touch me And honestly, it can't be fun to always be the chosen one. And I'm right by your side, like a thief in the night. I stand in front of the masterpiece. masterpiece cause after all nothing's indestructible nothing's indestructible nothing's indestructible nothing's indestructible, nothing's indestructible. Like a thief in the night Stand in front of the masterpiece And I can't tell you why It hurts so much To be in love with a masterpiece And I'm right by your side Like a thief in the night Stand in front of the masterpiece Nothing's indestructible Cause after all Nothing's indestructible